Well, boy, was I wrong about those Houston Texans. How about those Texans, people? Hey, I'm still a Houston Texans fan, but here's the thing. If I don't believe they're going to be good, I'm going to say I don't believe they're going to be good. But that doesn't mean I don't hope they don't be good. That doesn't mean I'm hoping for them to be good. I like what I saw today. I know, I know a lot of people, they're going to say, well, it was the Jacksonville freaking Jaguars. And this was Trevor Lawrence. I was going to say Martin Lawrence. This is Trevor Lawrence's first official game as a rookie. Yes, that is true. But let me tell you something, all right? Things could have been much worse. You know why? Because this is Trevor Lawrence's first game as a starter, all right, as a rookie. Welcome to the NFL, Mr. Trevor Lawrence. Um, had the Texans lost this game, guess what? I mean, it would have been like, oh, man, God dog it. Here we go again. It would have been terrible. It would have been terrible, terrible. But guess what? Tyrod Taylor stepped up big time. He did his thing. And, hey, I'm, I'm happy for him. Tyrod Taylor is a journeyman, and it seems like every time he gets something going, it looks like, you know, he's going to be that quarterback for that team. He gets caught up into an injury or he gets caught up into some type of quarterback controversy and stuff like that. But um, I'm happy for the young man. And, hey, hopefully he, continue to shine, he continues to shine bright. Um I had the Texans going 0 and 17. Well, not realistically, but I'm glad they won the home the, the the home game, the home opener. That was big, you know, because a lot of Texans fans are at that stadium right now, shouting their hey, their hard working lungs out. And guess what? Great job, Texans. They look real good out there. Look real good. I mean, they did what they're supposed to do. And when you think about it, man, you know what? With Lovey Smith as your defensive coordinator, and let me tell you something. Lovey Smith should be a head coach still. All right. Number one. But when you have Lovey Smith, his defense is going up against a rookie quarterback. He has a he has a real good record. I don't know what that record is, but I'm pretty sure it's a good record because he is a brilliant coach and he is a very, very he's one of the best defensive minds out there that's coaching today. Okay. Yes, he is. I know Belichick is the consensus number one, but guess what? Um Lovey Smith is not that far when it's come when it comes to coaching defense. Go back and look at his defenses, all right? But um Man, it feels so good to get a win. If you know, it feels so good. You know, it's like it feels good when your team wins, especially when you didn't think they was gonna win. You know, even if it's against a team, a team against a rookie quarterback. Let me tell you why. Let, let me let me compare. Let me give you a good comparison on what it feels like. All right. So if you're if you're a boy or a man, let me tell you something. There's no good. I mean, there's a certain feeling you get after getting a nice fresh haircut. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you like if you're like me, but after I get a haircut. I get in the car, you know, well, I look in the mirror at the barbershop first, but when I get in the car, man, I look at myself and I'm like, man, self, you was a handsome young man before this haircut, but God dang, man, you are a superstar. You are all world, all universe when I'm getting a haircut. Now that's just not with any haircut, people. You got to have, you got to have a real good haircut. All right. My brother-in-law, Devon, he cuts my hair cutting zone. You should see him. Guess what? Got the sharpest edge up, can give you the sharpest edge up in the land. Seriously, people. But anyways, um, man, I'm happy for the Texans. I'm, I'm happy for them. I'm glad they did their thing. And guess what? I told y'all the Texans were going to win. Well, I didn't tell y'all this win. I said they was going to lose. But I am so happy that they won. So happy that they won. I mean, that, like, that's, it's, 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 it's a real good feeling, people. Oh, what a feeling. do do, do, do. A feeling, some, some, something. I don't know the words to this song, but I'm. Whoa, oh, what a feeling! Don't, don't, don't. 
Man, how about them Texans, people? So guess what? In the state of Texas, the Cowboys are 0-1. The Texans are 1-0. <laughs> Go figure, right? <laughs> you know I got to talk is to Dallas Cowboy fans, man. It wouldn't it wouldn't be me if I didn't. Like, if, if I don't say... Any, no, no, if I don't talk any ish to Cowboy fans, then guess what? I've been taken over by a squirrel, all right? I've been taken over by a squirrel. If I don't, not a squirrel, a scroll, okay? All right? But yeah, man, go Texans. Congratulations. Congratulations, Texans. You know, this might be the best time, the best week for the Texans to trade Deshaun Watson, coming fresh off of a very impressive win right there. It's quite possible this might be the most impressive win that the Texans have all year. I'm not saying I want this to happen, but this is quite possible. I do know that they do go to Cleveland next week. They're in Cleveland. That's going to be a real good game. You got you got Jadavian Clowney going up against his former team, so you know he's going to be out for blood. Well, he's out for blood no matter which quarterback he's going up against. But guess what? Tyrod Taylor, guess what? He's, he should be going out for blood against the Cleveland Browns because they let him go. And the guy who they let him go for, which, which is Mr. Baker Mayfield, is still the starter over there in Cleveland. All right, so if you Tyrod Taylor, hey, man, hey, you should have a, a Costco bag of lays and ruffles on your left and right shoulder, all right? But seriously, though, like, let's say if the Houston Texans had lost this game, okay, and let's say it was, it was because of poor quarterback play from Tyrod Taylor. But guess what? You're going to have, you would have more fans and not just more fans, more people in the football world saying, hey, you know what? Y'all need to um go ahead and settle y'all differences with Deshaun Watson and, you know, and get him out there playing, okay? You know, that that's what you will have people saying. You know, because even if they, let's say if they traded him this week and the Texans had lost big time, let's say if they would have had the same amount of points the Jaguars had, right? Yeah, people would be like, yeah, it's stupid Texans, stupid Texans. But right now, that win right there, that's going to buy them at least a, a week. That's going to buy the Texans at least a week of not getting, um, of people talking down on them as much because they're trying to trade Deshaun Watson or because it is just not going to work out with Watson anymore, you know, because Tyrod Taylor, he played, I'm not saying Tyrod Taylor is elite, but he gave, he, he played like an elite quarterback today. All right. Quit telling me it's the, it's the Jaguars. Let me tell you something. Urban Meyer is the coach, right? The great Urban Meyer. He knows football. All right. This is the same Urban Meyer who, who I've heard Colin Cowherd even said that Bill Belichick Went goes to goes goes and talks to Urban Meyer and Nick Saban and stuff about what they're doing and stuff, what kind of schemes they're running. All right, so miss me with all that, okay? But anyways, um, right now would be a good time to trade Deshaun Watson if you're going to actually trade him, because guess what? Everybody's like, well, you know what? We might be all right now. We got Tyrod Taylor out there. We might be all right. You know what, that Tyrod Taylor, not too bad, man. He's not too bad. We, we're leading in the division right now. He's not too bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, I mean, because that's how it works. You know, it's all about the public image and stuff. Adam Schaefer had reported earlier this morning that, um, early Sunday morning, that the Texans are looking for six picks or six players. Um, so I think that's a bit of a modification of what the deal potentially could have been or the asking price or the trade. Because I know at first it was... Um, three first round picks and three second round picks or three first round picks and two second round picks. But I didn't hear about any mention about any players with that. So now that is six players or six draft picks. Okay. A team that's looking to, to trade might be able to say, all right, well we, we can do the six players. 
Well, how about if we do four players and two draft picks? Oh, hell, how about we do four players? I'll give you three draft picks. Two first-rounders and a third-rounder, you know? So who knows? But, um, yeah, but Tyrod Taylor, man, he did the damn thing. Hopefully, hopefully Tyrod Taylor didn't use all... <laughs> didn't use all his mojo on the Jaguars because really after the um really after the third quarter he didn't really have to use much you know so save some save a lot of that when you're playing Cleveland as a matter of fact man Cleveland is doing a number on Patrick Mahomes right now oh my goodness I thought I don't know is Patrick Mahomes still that dude I don't know people but we'll talk about that later but let's get back to it I mean Houston Texans I mean hey is it right now is it a because the Texans blew out the Jaguars, should they go ahead and just trade Deshaun Watson now before they potentially lose against the Browns? And if it's because of Tyrod Taylor's play, would it would it would the trade look worse if the Texans traded him after a loss or after a win? All right. Congratulations to head coach David Cully for getting his first win, getting his first W. You know, he's a human, so I'm pretty sure he was nervous a little bit. But guess what, man? You got your first W. Congratulations, sir. Congratulations. Some people are going to tell you, well, it's against the rookie quarterback, Jacksonville Jaguars. The hell with them. You got your first victory, dude. Congratulations. All right? Like, that's, hey, man, that's, you know, I'm a big fan of the movie Prometheus. And I know this quote didn't, wasn't created by um, Michael Fassenbender's character in Prometheus, but... I always like it how he delivers it in the movie. He says, big things have small beginnings. Okay, so, hey, this small beginning could lead to something big for David Cully and the Houston Texans. Let's hope so. I sure hope so. I mean, you know, and, and the thing about it, you know, people are like, well, man, you, you're not a Texas fan anymore. Listen, let me tell you something. I am a fan, but some, a lot of times I'm like Randy Quaid in Major League. If you ever seen Major League Two, Randy Quaid, he, you know, at first he was all hyped up on the team, and then they just started stinking, and he was just like, "Wild thing, you made my butt stink," you know, and he was just like, "Ah, oh, they'll lose in the playoffs and all that stuff," you know, because sometimes as a fan, you get so in, you get so in on your team that, you know, when like when it seems like the team don't care, a lot of times it causes you to not really care much. All right. You just want them to do better. You know, so I want the I want the Texas to do better, man. I'm 20 years into this, yo. 20 years. I want them to do better, man. But um, yeah, Coach Cully, hey, great job, sir. Great job. You got your first win. Against, hey, against Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. That man, that name Urban Meyer, man, that sounds like a, a fictional name, like a, a superhero name. Urban Meyer. You know, I like some famous detective or something, but hey, Coach Cully got his first win against Urban Meyer. And guess what? If Trevor Lawrence lives up to his expectations as the number one draft pick, guess what? You got your um, first W against Trevor Lawrence. All right? <laughs> got him. You know, you can always say, hey, you know what? He learned a lot about the difference between college and the NFL and the game speed by playing against those Houston Texans coached by David Cully. Okay, that's, even if it's not the truth, guess what? It's all about the story, people. All about the story. But yeah, David Cully, man, shout out to him, man. Got his first victory. I'm not sure if they did the um, the Gatorade splash on him, but I think they should. I mean, that's his first victory as a head coach, man. Like, that's a celebration. I'm not sure if David Cully is married or have kids, but hopefully, hey, they take him out to dinner afterwards. I think that's awesome, man. 
Congratulations, sir. Congratulations, Houston Texans. Well, and how about the Seahawks? You know, I got to talk about my second team. You know, I got to talk about them. Well, it's, it's 1A and 1A with that. Been a Seahawks and a Texans fan for 20 years. But anyways, um, Russell Wilson, man, he he put a, he pulled an Al Bundy on those coats, man. Four touchdowns, one game. Four touchdowns, one game. This dude here, Russell Wilson. Let me tell you something about Russell Wilson, people. This dude here threw for, two, threw for four touchdowns while grocery shopping. Threw four touchdowns while shopping for groceries. Wasn't even cooking yet. Wait till you start cooking, people. Y'all ain't ready for that. You are not going to be ready for that. This is going to be a phenomenal season for the Seahawks. Um, I love the tight end Everett from, that, they got from, that they got from the Rams. Will Disley is back. So guess what? They're gonna, they can attack you in the middle. Or guess what? They can hit you with, with some Tyler Lockett or some DK Metcalf. Or how about this? How about we just hand the ball to Mr. Chris Carson? I got to say Mr. Chris Carson because that dude there is all about his business, all about his action, just like beast mode. Chris Carson got that beast mode in him, people. I'm telling you, man. This Seahawks team, man, I'm telling you, they're going to do some wonderful things. They're going to do some wonderful things. I know I picked, technically, yeah, I did pick the Buccaneers to make it to the Super Bowl. But I tell you what, the only team that can beat the Buccaneers is the Seattle Seahawks. Only Russell Wilson. He's the only one in the NFC West that has what it takes to beat Tom Brady. If Russell Wilson can't beat him and he doesn't meet him in the playoffs, guess what? Guess what? Buccaneers going to make it. Aaron Rodgers, I love A.A. Ron, man. Aaron Rodgers don't want, a, don't want any of Brady. He doesn't. He doesn't. If Aaron Rodgers wanted anything of Brady, guess what? He would not have did that dog on uh, that golf tournament or whatever with him during the summer. Brady just beat you, dude. Don't be friends with him. Brady is not trying to be friends with you out there on that field. Brady is a killer out there. He meant business. Rodgers, you had plenty, t- plenty of opportunities to beat him. Drew Brees. Sorry, y'all. That's my son. <laughs> Drew Brees didn't want, want any of Brady. You see that Brady joined the NFC South at the one year? Guess what? Brees say, you know what? I'm going to retire. Brady sent Brees to retirement. And it just so happened Brees commentator debut was calling a Tom Brady game. Man, that right there, man, no. Because the way um, Brady just came to the NFC South, if you drew Brees the competitor and you should have said, hey, I'm coming back next year and we're going to beat this dude. You know? Now it's up to James Winston, I guess, right? But now, if Russell Wilson doesn't beat um, Tom Brady, then the Buccaneers go into the Super Bowl. All right? Russell Wilson, he though, he's, is the one who has what it takes. Because he knows part of his redemption story, hey, guess what? If you defeat Tom Brady in the playoffs and go on to win a Super Bowl, not going to say that wipes away the slate as far as you throwing the interception at the one, which got Brady his Super Bowl number five. But it's just like, you know, Tony Stark. For a long time in his career, Tony Stark, you know, you can have that redemption arc like Tony Stark. Tony Stark, he did the snap. He sacrificed his life. But guess what? It didn't erase the fact that he used to sell guns to all these foreign countries or whatever that started wars. But guess what? It made his story arc better. It shows that he improved and learned, you know. So I tell you what, um, if if Russell Wilson can beat Brady, Seahawks going to win the Super Bowl. But Seahawks look real good out there. But we're going to close it out right now. Thank you all for tuning in. Student of the Game podcast. Peace. <laughs>